We're the only one. I'd like to be the only, the only podcast that exists. I would like to be the only podcast for you guys. Hey, hi. Welcome to the, uh, well, I would like to say it's the only podcast, but let's not be kidding ourselves. We're one of many. Uh, but we're the Media Boat Podcast. We're the only one that's called that. Yes, we're also one of a handful that have hit 170 episodes. Woo, woo, woo! Well, episode. official episodes. I'm yeah, not telling you. We have so many specials. I believe today is actually technically episode 169. Nice. Nice. Yeah, nice. It's our second <laughs> nicest podcast. I don't remember actually what we covered on episode 69. We should go back and see what that was. And see if it was nice. I, I bet it was nice. What you the first time you 69 yeah, is that... that I, I believe we covered both the top and bottom of our news stories. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Like, that, that, was, that was good. That was good. I'll give you that. Uh, but oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. The Media Boat Podcast, in case you don't know uh, what you stumbled upon, in uh, case this is a podcast about movies, television, music, and video games. Actually, in that order. You did it right this time. You did it right in the order. Yeah. Uh, not on purpose. Uh, so yeah, uh, there's specifically news about those things, or things we're engaging in, watching, listening to, etc. Thoughts on them. Thoughts on them, for example. So yeah, uh, let's get to it. Uh, our first uh, thing that we always talk about in this... Oh, sorry, yes, I'm Matt, it's ourselves. Mike. I'm Mike, he's Matt. Yeah, We have to introduce true. ourselves, because yeah, people are tuning in for the first time. I suppose you're right. At some point, I don't know. Uh, yes, hopefully you know uh, who we are by now. Yeah. Also, that, know that we go live on Wednesdays, 6.30, so you can come and chat with us, and we'll chat with you back as this happens Alive. You can call or go online. Actually, you can just go online. We don't call us. No. I have a number posted. Nor do we want to get calls. I don't want to be. I got a text that said "Hi Media." I mean, <laughs> close. Close. <laughs> so people already know our brand. Yes. Uh, but speaking of our brand, we brand yes. every show at the top with the weekend box we office. Brand. We brand the box office numbers on people. We just go. Like light that iron and you just go like that. I mean, like it's like a steak. We just put a big steak of just. This is number one steak. The black Angus. This is number two steak. I want food now. Um, (laughs) Let's start with movies, and we always start movies with the weekend box office numbers. And your number one movie this week, uh, not too surprising, uh, Disney's Dumbo. Tim Disney's Tim Burton's Dumbo. Tim Burton. Tim Burton presents Disney's Dumbo. Uh, or D- Disney presents Tim Burton's Dumbo. One of the two. It's something like that. One of those variations. Uh, your number one movie debuted at uh, $45 million. Um, eh, it's all right. It's fine. It's $45 million. It's nothing to write home about, especially after Captain Marvel had a marvelous debut. A marvelous debut. And see how this is going to be sandwiched between that and in Endgame for Disney? Yeah. It kind of feels like they just shoved it in there. You're going to have to help me with number two because it seems to have disappeared. Hmm. No. Number two is Captain Marvel. Oh. Okay. I see now. Oh, no. Number two is us. Oh. Is that was that in there? Oh, it is. For some reason, I thought that was you indicating U.S. as the numbers. Yes. <laughs> Your cap use of the capital S is not necessary there. Us. It is, is actually. It is actually necessary. <laughs> Um, in the in everything I see, it is capitalized U.S. Anyways. For us. 
Well, th- this was extremely hard to read. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Number two is Us. Uh, that earned another $33 million. That's sitting at $127 million domestic right now. Not bad. That thing has probably made triple its budget. Uh, it was a $20 million budget. Yeah, so yeah. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if not more. Yes, it's uh, already doubled what um, Get Out made at the same pace. Oh, it's going to easily make... Like, what, like, four times as much as that movie? This is going to fund Jordan Peele for the next three films. Oh, yeah, for sure. Captain Marvel is your number three movie with another $20 million. As you said, that passed a billion uh, worldwide box office, and that is now at 353,000, or million, not thousand, million uh, domestic. Yes, uh, puts it at about, like, 680 international. Not bad. Unplanned is at number four with 6.3 million. I bet that was something they planned. Uh, actually, it wasn't, because <laughs> this was a new release, and we did not cover it last no, week. No, we didn't. I don't know what this is. Um, g- good thing you don't. Um, Unplanned Uh-oh. is about Planned Parenthood. Oh, boy. Uh, yes, I actually had to look up what this movie was. Oh, boy. Um, shot, or made for $6 million? Made <laughs> $6 million. Hey, there you go. So, it did its thing, I guess. But, yes, it's a story about uh, someone who worked for Planned Parenthood. And then decided to fight Planned Parenthood. I don't want to know why, and I don't want to see this movie. Uh, good, because it's going to be out of theaters and like, now. <laughs> like, ticking clock? Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, number five, though. Uh, five Feet Apart uh, slips down to the bottom of the list here. It's $6.1 million more. Uh, that's at $35 billion. Yep. Sick Just... kids still making sick money. It's disgusting. Sick. It is. It's sickest money. Oh, the Cole Sprouse money. getting that getting that paycheck. <laughs> um, also, uh, Beach Bum. In case you're wondering what happened to that, way down at number ten with only one point seven million dollars. Uh, yeah, so, that, that was sorry your number for, ten. So sorry, Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. No, no, no. Matthew McConaughey bomb. Yeah, uh, that was <laughs> the number ten. Yeah. Sorry. Let's move on, though, to this coming weekend of movies. Okay. We have three uh, relatively uh, no, uh, noticeable movies here. Number one, uh, The Beast of... Sorry, not The Beast. <laughs> the Best of Enemies. Uh, this is a film uh, about racial tensions in the 60s. Right. Uh, Taraji P. Henson versus Sam Rockwell. Yes, I saw a commercial for this. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. this was a, like a theater-only commercial. Oh, yeah, no. I definitely saw something on television. Okay. This. I've been watching a lot more television this week for reasons we'll get to in sports. All right. Uh, so, uh, yeah. I've, when I saw this trailer, I thought it looked good. I thought it was Oscar potential for mm-hmm. last year, but it got pushed out. I wonder why. Hmm. Mm, like it couldn't contend anymore? Yeah. Yeah, seeing as, yeah, it probably won't. This year either. Uh, but the movies that probably people will see this weekend include... First up, Pet Cemetery, the Stephen King adaptation. Yes, this is Cemetery with an S. Yeah, just like the Stephen King book. Yes. Um, it's a remake of a book, of a film, of a Stephen King well, short story. I don't think it's a short story, is it? No. Is, I thought it's just uh, maybe, maybe it's an straight up book. novels. Oh, okay. It's a novel. Pet All Cemetery. Right. I don't know. Oh, yeah. So this has stories. been just like it before it. It has been adapted into film before, but this is the most recent. Um, I think they're probably hoping a lot on that. that on that it train. It uh, 
success uh, from the, last The ads have said from the writer of It. Yeah. <laughs> Without specifying that, it's Stephen King. <laughs> I could see this doing pretty well. If it wasn't for it coming out on the same day as Shazam! Exclamation point. The next yeah, DC film. Uh, so, this seems ridiculous, but early word is positive. Uh, yes, um... According to all the commercials we've seen, yeah. there's actually good reviews behind Shazam. People are saying it's funny, yes. uh, which, I did, which the trailers does not make it look funny. Uh, but um, I did talk to somebody personally, a co-worker, who did see an early screening of this. Oh, one of those early screenings? Yeah. Uh, they reported back. Uh, they said it's act way funnier than he thought it was. Um, I asked him if it was like DC's Thor Ragnarok. He said... That's what they're going for, but it's not as funny as Ragnarok. Okay. So, but that's the vibe. So that's is the that vibe. They, they saw Shazam being lighthearted enough to be their version of, hey, let's have fun with this world and this character, as opposed to making this serious dour movie. Okay. So this uh, doesn't have any uh, any Snyder's fingerprints on it. Okay, it does have a lot of good word of mouth going for it. Mm-hmm. I could see this being number one. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to put this at about 70 mil. That's fair. Then again, I put Captain Marvel around there too, and it went past that. I would actually take the under there just to be safe. I think Pet Cemetery could pull a, pull a surprise here. Ooh. Okay. So I'm going to take the under on that. Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah. Pet Cemetery. Yeah, it could. It could. Uh, people love their horror. Yes. But if you want to see a good horror film, you just go watch us. Right, but that's different. It's a different kind of thing. It is. All right, those are your new releases this week. Mm-hmm. So with that out of the way, did you see any new movies this week? Uh, no, I continued my Marvel dissection. Uh, you saw that. We yes. watched Marvel. Uh, yes. Guardians of the Galaxy. We watched, uh, I've now finally seen Guardians 2. It's all right. Guardians 1 is better, okay. I think, Guardians conceptually. It's a better movie. Yeah. Uh, 2 has its moments, uh, but it's definitely... That formula uh, with more plot. <laughs> yeah, more plot was thrown into this. More plot. Except, weirdly, more plot, yet less actually happening in the script. Like, about like three-fourths in, I, realized, I had a thought where I realized, wow, they've sure been on this one planet for a long time. Well, the one planet <laughs> is the one planet. I <laughs> I, I did. I, I never had that thought about a Marvel movie because I'm so used to the like we're jumping from place to place so often, especially right. in like the Avengers films. That like I had that thought where I was like, that doesn't happen in these movies. No, it doesn't. we're in the same place that we've been. But yeah, um, but yeah, I, I also did not see any new movies. No, uh, I saw a Netflix movie, but I actually don't know if that came out this year or not, so okay. I hesitate to mention it. Look, look. <laughs> Uh, we watched. Uh, we watched. Set it up. Um, oh, you told me about this. Yeah, romantic comedy it has Pete Davidson in it, but he's not really in it for very much of it. Okay. <laughs> um, but I, like I said, I don't actually know if that's twenty nineteen release. It might be from last year. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't think it was a theatrical release. No, it was not. It was specifically Netflix. Okay. But. Um, but yeah, uh, other than that, though, yeah. I did not see any movies. Yeah, so on Tuesday, I had a choice to go see Dumbo. Okay. Or play a video game. You chose to play a video game. Yes, and we will get to that, we'll get to that later. later. I saw you go live on our Twitch channel, and I yes. almost tuned in, but I was watching something. I saw one person tune in. <laughs> it's not me. No. 
<laughs> you didn't see VR, ladies. So it wasn't me. <laughs> um, anything else before we move on to movie news? Uh, no, let's get right into movie news. All right, our first story uh, is in the world of animation and also the world of Canada. Yes, it's a whole other world up there. Yes, yeah. the, yes, that that hat of the U.S. Not our plane uh, of existence. It's the Canadian existence. Uh, Vancouver uh, has had an interesting time with animation, especially as of late. Artists working on the animated comedy Sausage Party, you may remember us covering this. Yes. This is kind of a follow-up story. This is a, this is a story a year and a half yes. later. So they claimed a major victory this week major after victory. the British yes after the British Columbia Employment Standards, which I guess would be the BCES yes uh, uh, branch sorry B rules that workers are entitled to receive overtime pay for their work on that film. So congratulations, animators! You got paid out for something that you deserved. That's uh, we good news. we kind of figured this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. They just. Had to go through a whole long legal process. Right. In fact, yes, it says this follows two and a half years of legal battles. Was that two and a half years? Two and a half years. 2016. Sausage Party was 2016? 2016. Oh my gosh. Uh, yes, legal battles resulted in... We've been podcasting for that long. Yeah. I know, we covered this. This is year three. I know. (laughs) Four. Uh, Is this year four? Yeah, we're on season four. Woo! That's right. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, uh, th- th- this uh, resulted in the company Nitrogen to open its books and pay any outstanding overtime along with a $500 nominal fine per person. Currently, not a single animation, VFX, or gaming studio in Vancouver is unionized, in case you're wondering. But initiatives like Unifor and IATSE are working to change that situation. Last Wednesday, in fact, a town hall was held for workers to explain the benefits of unionization. So, uh, we of course stand in solidarity with our mm-hmm. friends up north uh, wishing to unionize. It's very important as we're seeing and what we'll uh, talk about. Um, actually, we won't, we won't be talking about in uh, video games this week. I almost pulled a story uh, I this week you would. that would involve. It was between two, and I decided that one was technically more newsy than the other. Yeah. But. While this isn't newsy ish, it is still a yeah a tremendous victory. But but yeah, uh, it, it, what I was what the end of that thought was is that there are plenty of things this week that are examples of why these uh, industries should unionize. Yes, and this is just further examples. But this is in, in a weird way like one of the few like good stories that we have about this kind of thing. The company messed up and they actually repaid their employees what they deserved. Uh, that doesn't happen though, and that's why unions are important. Uh, but yeah. So, yeah, that's good news. Yep. Let's move on. Our second story is yet another follow-up uh, to the Academy Awards story that we've been covering. Uh, they're always in trouble in doing something. Oh, about streaming services and whether they play. So, so this is another ongoing story here at Media Boat. But this time the government's involved. The U.S. Department of Justice has sent a letter to the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences warning that any attempts to bar or limit Netflix and other streaming attempts, sorry, streaming services from Oscars eligibility might violate antitrust law, considering the Academy's membership includes studios and media conglomerates that compete with Netflix, Amazon, and others. The letter suggests that federal authorities are keeping a close eye on Hollywood after reports earlier this year that filmmakers and studios would seek rule changes designed to make it difficult for streaming services to qualify for Oscars. 
Only Netflix has done a uh, limited theatrical run for its films to eat to eat to meet award eligibility requirements. The other studios have not. That was the sticking point. Was basically yes. the Academy was like, well, you need to at least put it into theaters for a while. Right. That was their sticking point, but there is no actual guideline for that to happen. Yeah. Uh, for them to actually be eligible. Netflix did it, so they'd kind of like, shoo, shoo, go away. We're doing this by your standards. But yeah. technically, there are no actual standards right. for what is eligible. And this is the first actual like legal argument I've heard against this, too. Yeah. This is the first time I'm actually hearing, like, oh, there actually might be a legitimate reason why they shouldn't be able to do this. And yeah, it is kind of a, a, a monopoly kind of situation when you consider, yeah... These are the only ones that aren't playing by our rules. They can't compete in our supposedly open awards. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you either that you either let them play or you you est- make it establish that guidelines. these are only kind of like E three right. in the video game world. These are only for the people who play good with the ESA. Mm-hmm. Like that would be the equivalent of the Oscars being like, oh, these are the only people who are allowing in our exclusive club of Oscar winners. Which is not what they have at least purported to do for the last 80-something years. Hmm. So, yeah, it would be an interesting uh, thing, thing to, to play around with here. I mean, as, as mentioned in the report, they did it for uh, Ballot Buster Scruggs and yes. Roma. Uh, but with their upcoming films like The Irishman, that's not planning to get a uh, theatrical release. No, um, it would be interesting to see how the Academy responds to this, if they respond to this. Uh, but yeah, here's hoping that they, they wake up a little and realize that there's no fighting. There's no fighting it. This right. is how people are watching movies now. Well, normally the Justice Department wouldn't get involved in something like this. Right. Or whatever department leads It's the Justice Department. Okay, yeah, normally they wouldn't get involved in stuff like this. But yeah, you think as, they would be a little busy right now. Well, yeah. But as we mentioned, or I don't think we mentioned, about two weeks ago, yeah. there was a big meeting where Steven Spielberg and a bunch of other directors yeah. We actually spoke. did report this before it was going to happen. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, spoke with the um, Academy about setting rules against streaming services. Right, right, right. So uh, we'll see what happens with those now after this. All right, uh, that's it for t- newbie news. That means we get to move Any up last thoughts for uh, no, film? No movies, so... Um, oh, yes. One final thought for film. Okay. The final Avengers trailer has come out, which right. means you can now officially buy your tickets for Avengers Endgame. Yeah, if you want. And yes, I have already bought my tickets for Avengers Endgame. Hey, we all bought tickets for something this week. Yeah, we did. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, Alright, let's yep. move into television. We always start television, of course, with sports. sports. Alright. And as we mentioned last week, it's baseball season. It's baseball season. Baseball is happening. Opening week uh, was a success for a lot of teams and less of a success for some. Oh, we're more on the less of a success. Yeah, I've been um, uh, I've been watching a lot of baseball this week. Okay, I've uh, made it a point to do so. Um, and yeah, um, it's actually been pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. you're enjoying I'm, it. I'm enjoying my time uh, with it. It's. It's something that it's not like something you have to pay like 100% attention to, which mm-hmm. is why I like watching it as opposed to something like a hockey game right. on television. Always something happening. Because there's so few breaks in like a hockey game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like with, with baseball, it's like, all right, I can, I can um, lay on my bed, have my laptop playing the game. I can be doing a crossword 
and it's the most relaxing thing in the world. Right. While, like, while you're listening, happening, happening. I can look whenever there's an important play happening. And yeah, the, the side effect is I am seeing a lot of advertisements. I'm being advertised <laughs> to in a way that I have not been in years. Uh, but I don't know. Oh, also, one thing, I almost tweeted this because I thought it was really funny, but um, I didn't. Um, they love to show stadium food. Oh, yes. During I've never seen a sport go this deep into, hey, nothing's happening, so let's go and see whatever B-roll we can get. <laughs> Like, there's always somebody well, shooting B-roll in the cafeteria. So, they do that because it's part filler and part, we want you here at the right. stadium, not watching it on TV. Man, they showed a dude at the Mariners uh, stadium making some sushi. Oh, yeah. Oh, that looked real good. And one of that sushi, they, like, he was just pouring the eel sauce on those ones. <laughs> I was like, oh, I want to just bathe in that eel sauce. <laughs> Ugh. So hungry. Matt, come back to us. Sorry. Come back. I'm, I'm just really hungry. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, I've been doing a lot of that, that, but that's not news. What is news, though, is other sports. Uh, the NCAA Final Four has been set for college basketball. March Madness is over, but the mania has just begun for these four teams. <laughs> Michigan State versus Auburn is game one, and then game two, Texas Tech versus Virginia. I believe that's correct. I didn't actually look it up. Well, let's hope that's right, because that's, that's right. what I just said. <laughs> those, anyways, those are your final four your teams. Final four. Um, Get ready. Yeah, uh, it's it's ending. Uh, it's over, it's, almost. Speaking of things that are ending, so was our final four bracket uh, for Media Boat. Cool. Um, we, as you, we noted... Um, yes. In previous episodes, we are do, we are doing a March Madness bracket for video games. True, uh, we are in the final. We have the final four, eight, yes, technically eight, something like that. This yeah. weekend, this weekend, we will be wrapping up that bracket. We will tell you, our listeners, what the best video game franchise of all time is, according to us. Definitive? No, definitive. Definitive. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say right here, it's definitive. It's okay. the only right answer. All right. And you're going to hear it this weekend. Okay. On the Media Boat Podcast. We'll fight. End. We'll That'll fight be, on uh, that. Sunday, uh, April, let's see, is the 6th? 7th? 6th? 7th? One of those days. 7th, uh, because uh, yeah. Monday's the 1st. That will be up on Sunday, so tune in for that. Um, in the meantime, other uh, this is kind of sports entertainment, but uh, if you're a wrestling fan, WrestleMania is also Sunday. Yes. So uh, feel free to listen to our podcast about video games while uh, the filler stuff is happening on WrestleMania. Thank me later. It's all filler stuff. Yeah, I mean, mostly. It's like freaking four hours or something. Yes. Unfortunately, this year <laughs> I won't be so hungover. I'll just wake up in WrestleMania. I'll be on. <laughs> you think that now. Just wait. Something's going to happen on Saturday night. No, I literally can't. Because last time we went oh, and did right. brunch. You're up the whole 30 stuff. Yeah, because last year we did brunch you and I came home and slept. Woke up and WrestleMania was on. We watched it. <laughs> you cannot drink. It is so a you are limited at this time. Probably for the better. Let's move on. <laughs> That's it for sports. Uh, so that means we get to move on into television news. Our first story, of course, is about Hulu. Because what else would it be? I mean, Netflix. It'd be Netflix. But, this but week, we had Netflix last segment. Right. This week, it's, Net- it's Hulu. Uh, guess what? They're actually making good news. After they freaking raise my price for the Hulu I pay for, they did something nice for a change. They are taking a hard stance against advertisement length. Wait, they, why? But they make money off of advertisements, don't they? Hey, 
they, they they're they're doing something for the for uh, the people. Uh, they're limiting show interruptions on Hulu to ninety seconds. This has removed more than half of the commercial time that had previously run on programming. Previous commercial breaks could run anywhere from 180 seconds to 240 seconds, but now they're issuing a hard cap at 90. They recently, as I mentioned, lowered the price of its ad-supported option to $6 a month, while the no-ad tier costs $12 a month. Also, like I mentioned last week on the on the podcast, the uh, live TV uh, price went up to $50.99. Right. So, uh, yeah, uh, this is great news because uh, one of the shows I watch on Hulu is Riverdale. Mm-hmm. And since CW content is locked down in a way that a lot of the other networks are not, mm-hmm. it is routinely 180 to 190 second ads every right. single break, which makes a show that runtime is usually around 44 minutes, makes it a full hour, maybe longer of me watching. And it makes it really hard for me to be like, yeah, this is how I want to spend my next hour. I thought you'd have ad free. So, how even the ad-free package of Hulu works is that they are completely completely at the discretion of the provider. So, if the network decides that they want to do ads, Hulu cannot tell them no. Oh. The networks that are compliant will actually present with no ads. For example, anything on Fox, anything on NBC is presented with no ads. ABC, for whatever reason... Still has ads. They limit to though to like one or two, but stuff like the CW and like probably mm-hmm. a lot of like the maybe the Comedy Central stuff, especially like the Viacom stuff that's on there through special right. uh, restrictions. That's gonna that's where you're gonna see ads, and a lot of them. So yeah, um, it's not completely ad free. Even though Hulu says it's called ad free, it's not 100% ad free. Sounds more like ad nauseum. <laughs> 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 So yeah, uh, I think this is good news. I oh yeah, this is definitely good news. So I I'm mean, looking forward to this. It's, it's, this it's week. no more of a roulette. It's strict ninety second ads, right? Which which is more welcoming. Good news. Oh yeah, super good news. Speaking of good news, speaking of good news, our second story is a follow up story about the uh, bitter battle between the WGA, that's the Writers Guild, uh, and the agents, the agencies. Uh, so we noted at the beginning of last month that they were 30 days away from a forced negotiation. Well, that 30 days has come. <laughs> Call that negotiation forced. So the deadline for this negotiation Saturday for the WGA and the talent agencies to reach their new franchise agreement. Industry sources say that there has been some back-channeling efforts to nudge an agreement together that would package agencies' fees to the Guild in a form of pension and health fund. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, the WGA already uh, 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 voted to support tightened restrictions on their agents. The official deadline is April 6th at midnight. Um, we'll have more on this, but this is just yeah. what's going to be dominating the news for like the whole weekend. Yeah, so we'll probably here. report back if there's good news uh, coming out of those talks uh, next week. Uh, I mean, hopefully there's a deal. Otherwise, strike... Yep. Well, no. This isn't like an actual writer strike. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. This it's is not, a, it's just it, the agency. This is between yeah. This is between the writers guild and their agents. Right. So we could see a break off free for all agent grabbing frenzy going on here. That could happen. It's possible. We'll see. All right. That does it for television news. There was TV this week. Okay. Uh, you. In fact, watched a couple of shows. Some new, one new show, one show ending. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to start with? 
Uh, let's start with the show that ended. Okay. And the show that ended this week, or technically last week, was Broad City. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's a fifth fifth season. Fifth season. Fifth season of and series finale uh, was last weekend. Yes. Uh, so sad. So gone. So long. So anticlimactic. <laughs> I kind of want to say. Uh, yeah. Thanks for all the um, funny funny bits and funny stuff, but. The entire final season felt like one long, stretched-out goodbye. Yeah. Only for it to be, like, coming to the the final episode, be like, okay, we literally have to say goodbye because there's nothing else we can say. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of... Unfortunately, that's probably how the writers reacted to knowing that it was the last season. They were probably like, well, we have to, we have, to have a sense of finality here. Yes. And it definitely does have a sense of finality. Uh, they build it up over the course of this final season, and it definitely feels like an end. Mm-hmm. Except because it's, you know, a friendship. It doesn't really end. Mm-hmm. It just ends in the broad city of Scope. Right, right, right. So I haven't seen any of this uh, current season five. Uh, because I don't have any access to it. Hulu what? only has up to season four. What? Like I said, the Viacom stuff. It's hard to find what? unless you have traditional cable like you do. What? Not everybody does. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, but you made me watch this show. I didn't make you. You're I the reason it, I watched this show. Yeah, I put it in front of you. And I enjoyed what I saw. Yeah. Um, I'm glad to hear that season five, according to you at least, was a return to form. It was. Because, yeah, season three and four, though they had their moments, it definitely, it definitely went, went off on a downward slope. It definitely wasn't as good as those first two seasons were. Right. I think season three and four, because they kind of had like a lot of freedom to basically like, oh, we have two seasons to do whatever we want. Yeah. Okay. Let's just make it as crazy as we want. Yeah, spinning their wheels there. Yeah. But by with season five, especially at the beginning of season five here, they definitely like set themselves on a path and followed that through. That's and good. it definitely felt, like I said, like a true ending to the show. That's good. That's good to hear. Uh, you also watched something new. Yes. Where one thing ends, another thing begins. Well, I guess it's it's hard to call this something completely new, because this is a reboot, because uh, in the 2010s, that's all you can do. Uh, but in this case, it's a reboot of something that's uh, near and dear to your heart. Yes. Uh, dear to my heart, dear to my mind, dear to my sight, <laughs> dear to my dimension. <laughs> so sure, yes, in this plane uh, of existence. Yes, it, yes, in this plane of existence and all other planes of existence. I, of course, am trying to talk about The Twilight Zone. Uh, Ford, created by Jordan, recreated, I guess. Yeah. By Jordan Peele uh, for CBS All Access. Uh, For those of you who do not want to pay for CBS All Access yet, uh, the first episode is available on YouTube, the uh, uh, CBS All Access uh, channel, so you can watch that. This is smart, because otherwise I feel like no one would see it. Yeah. That being said, this first episode is really great. Good. Uh, it stars Camille Nanjiani, one of our favorites. Cool. Uh, it stars also Tracy Morgan, one of the internet's favorites. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, it's about a comedian who gathers mystical powers. Or are they powers? Ugh. Are they good? Are they bad? What's happening when you cross your own morals? It's a great form of what Twilight Zone was and what made it so special. And I'm happy to see that, at least for this episode, it hit all the right notes of a Twilight Zone that I appreciate when I watch it, especially on the marathons. Uh-huh. And it 
actually did a good job of making me actually want to consider buying CBS All Access. <laughs> That's the ultimate question, right? Yes. Um, I probably won't. I'll wait. Because they're episodic, they're going to come out, I think, two per week. That's smart. Because otherwise, people would just get the free trial and then immediately get out. <laughs> well, see, I actually was thinking about doing that thing. Like, oh, yeah. all the episodes are available right now. No. But then I did some quick uh, Googling. Mm-hmm. My Google foo is strong. <laughs> And I found that that only the first, only two episodes are up right now. It's the comedian and the recreation of Nightmare at twenty thousand feet. Oh, okay. Because of course they always remake that one. Yeah, because it's one of the classics. It's a classic. It's a nostalgia. It's Shatner in the bed. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. It's that. Of course, if people at home do not know. Uh, that is, of course, the classic. I saw a Gremlin on the plane wing. Yes, uh, which has been parodied. By a billion things. By literally everything. One of my favorites being Bridesmaids. <laughs> when Kristen Wiig thinks she sees a nun in full... What was it? In full... In full <laughs> flying nun gear. Yeah, I forget how she phrases it, but it's really, really funny. But yeah. Uh, yes, that has been parodied. That that one stars Adam Scott in the role. Oh, wow, okay. So, yeah. So, uh, sounds like Jordan Peele just got all his friends in this It does thing. sound like that, yeah. <laughs> Love it. Love like, it. It's like, here's all these comedians that you love yeah. taking a dramatic turn because it's the Twilight Zone. Right. Et cetera. Et cetera. Et cetera. Et cetera. Yeah, that's great. I'm glad to hear that yeah. it's good. Uh, I'm probably going to wait for all the episodes to be out and then do the free trial and just binge the whole thing. Because why mm-hmm. not? Maybe I'll start check out Star Trek Discovery while I'm at it. Okay. But, yeah. Uh, the first episode is really great. I'm looking forward to more episodes of the Twilight Zone. Cool. Again. 2019. Great. Right. So I didn't watch anything uh, new except for um, currently still uh, in the uh, also final season of Star vs. the Forces of Evil. I keep forgetting that is on. You have to catch up because the only reason I wouldn't be mentioning it if it wasn't for this week's episodes, the last week last weekend's episodes, mm-hmm. were probably a couple of my favorite episodes in the entire series. Hmm. They are doing things, one, that I can't believe they're getting away with. On Disney. On Disney. And two, that are so good that I'm just like, it still just completely racks my brain that the same people who are on board for all the the Cartoon Network stuff do not know that this show exists. It is just as good. And they are proving in this last season that they are just as good as they've ever been. They're doing stuff with their own lore that is like make like gives you really great payoffs for how the series has gone, because this is the wrap up. Like they're going to they're they're on this the road the to final. wrapping up the entire show, mm-hmm. and I still don't necessarily know how they're going to wrap everything up. <laughs> but at the same time, they're also doing it in a way that like has like that charm and that like effortlessness that you see in like a Steven Universe. Okay, it's like they're they're batting at that same percentage, and I feel like nobody cares. Like, nobody watches this show, and I just don't understand. Like, the last two episodes were really, really good. If you have not watched this show, please check it out. If Especially if you like Steven Universe. Especially if you like uh, OKKO. Like, that kind of show. If is... you like a show that is filled <laughs> with lore. Yeah, it's but it's not but... just the lore. It's the characters. Yeah. It's like... And, and it's... I do have to always, and every time I pitch this show, I always have to put the asterisk, the first season is largely gag episodes. It's largely <laughs> one-off gag episodes, 
But they manage, by the time you get to season four, they manage to pay off so much of the gag episode seasons that I almost hesitate to skip it. <laughs> like, I almost want to say skip the first season, but part of me is like, no, because there's payoffs, even that are still happening now, for stuff that happened in season one. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. But That's good. Anyways. Yeah, I it's gotta good. catch up on that. Check it out. Catch up. Um, I also have to catch up on Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yes, um, I'm kind of. It's it's still uh, the last uh, couple episodes actually uh, are really 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 good. Yeah, I think uh, I'm like four behind. So yeah, I recommend uh, catch oh, up. Oh, and uh, this is uh, season finale is I think it was last night, but I didn't watch the episode. <laughs> nice. But uh, so I'll come back with that next week. All right. Okay, that does it for television. Then let's move into cancellations and renewals. All right. What am I no longer watching? Well, I'll tell you what you still are watching on FX. Better Things is coming back for a fourth season. I thought that thing was over. Oh, still wait. happening. No, it's the other show on yeah, FX. Yeah, you're thinking of the other one. Yeah. Better Things is the one with What's-Her-Name. and. Yes. Yeah. Uh, NBC is uh, picking up Law & Order SVU <laughs> for yet another season. 21 seasons of that show. Yes, uh, and when it does premiere of the this season... Mm-hmm. Uh, this 21st season, it will officially take that title of longest-running dramatic primetime show. Boom. So are you telling me that SVU outlasted Law & Order proper? It did. Wow, that's crazy. It's outlasted everything else except The Simpsons. And you know what I say say to that? Go after The Simpsons? No, I say, good for you, Ice-T. Oh. Good for you. (laughs) Uh, Uh, I can go for some Ice-T. I can go for some Twisted Teas. I can go for just like an Ice-T. That's good. Um, meanwhile, on Epics, one of those weird-ass movie channels on deep cable, um, <laughs> uh, Epics has canceled Berlin Station after three seasons. Oh, that okay. is. I, yeah, so I think this is also like an Amazon thing, but they put it on Epics, but it's also like Amazon. Who knows? And BT has canceled, or sorry, has renewed Boomerang. Not that boomerang. For two. Also, for not the channel boomerang. Yeah, I was thinking of the Cartoon Network boomerang when I first saw this. I was like, no, not that, actually. Oh, those sandwiches look good. Um, yeah, come on, focus. Why do we watch food shows <laughs> while we're recording this? Because I'm hungry. Always uh, hungry. King's Hawaiian sandwiches at Arby's? That sounds so good. We'll do it now before they get canceled. Uh, before they get canceled. Sorry. Anyways. Uh, Arby's. Yes. Arby's getting canceled. No, 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 the King's Wine Rolls. Oh. It got renewed for another season at Arby's. Yes, mm, delicious. And uh, lastly, uh, good news for some people in this uh, room. Netflix has renewed the Umbrella Academy for a second season. Woo, woo. So there you go. I kind of saw this back. happening. A lot of people are talking about it on social media. It was a success. Yeah. It, it was a success. It also kind of ended on a cliffhanger, so you needed that second season. You did. All right, and then uh, that is it for cancellation renewals. We do have one sad death, though, to talk about. Rapper Nipsey Hussle uh, died this week at age 33. Rapper, of course, known for songs like uh, the, the Verse and Feeling Myself, and also the uh, FDT, which was his post-Trump uh, inauguration song. Uh, amongst other uh, features and songs, uh, a beloved rapper died way too young, was shot in a shooting in a Bellflower. Mm-hmm. Ugh, this was rough, and this was would this was probably the biggest uh, music news story of the week. But because we covered covered death separate, we right. did not cover it separately in news. Yeah, it's definitely but... telling when you have people from literally all walks of oh, life yeah. coming out to 
Just memorialize how good of a guy he was. Yeah. And, like, like how legitimate, like, he was as an artist and, like, a friend. Just, like, yeah, I saw Drake shout, shout, gave him a shout-out yesterday at a concert. Uh, yeah, yeah, people from, like, Jake... Or Jake. Jake. <laughs> yes, yes. Some dude named Jake yes, is probably Jake, really... You have Jake from State Farm. You have Drake from Canada. You have Jay-Z from New York. And you have uh, yeah. the police department from L.A. Yeah, every, everybody was... Uh, uh, hearts went out to, to Nipsey. Just, yeah, it was, it's, you hate to see something like this. They did confirm, though... In case you're wondering, which a lot of people were, uh, whether this was, uh, as a lot of rapper deaths are, gang-related, it was not. This was just a shooting. Just, like, anybody could have been involved. It just happened to have been Nipsey Hussle. So, yeah. A real, real sad one this week. Hmm. All right. With that, I hand it over to you because it's time to talk about music. Okay. Well, I hate Hopefully to... Hopefully some lighter with, stuff. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to some lighter stuff in music later. But first, we're going to talk about... The most terrible stuff to happen in music, and that is the Billboard, because <laughs> Ariana Grande stills to be number one at the Billboard. Seven Rings is still your number one song. Uh, seven Rings for like 15 weeks or whatever. It's, it's uh, seven weeks in a row right now. However, the total is, yeah, closer to like 11. 12. Yes, but I'm going to put a prediction out that this will be the last week of it being number one. What do you think is number one next week? As the next week will be the number two song currently, which is Wow, period. You think? By Post Malone. That thing has slowly climbed yeah, it's and climbed. nipping at its heels. Wow. I think it's going to get it. Wow. Yes. Wow, period. Or it's, uh... Wow, period. Yes. Wow. 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 Owen Wilson's favorite song. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but coming in third, we have Miles Morales' favorite song. Yes. Sunflower by Post Malone and Sway Still Lee. Still in there. Number four is Without Me by Halsey. And number five... Please Me by Cardi B and Bruno Mars. Well, Mies. Come on here. Uh, Mies and Malones. Uh, as for your Billboard 200, your albums chart, we have number one, new number one this week. Yes. Bad Habits by Nav. So I didn't know what this was. I didn't know it existed, so I did not listen to this yet. NAV? Nav? We'll have to do some catch-up next week on this. Um, but yeah, uh, ironically enough, though, I may have listened to what num- num- next week's number one album is, and I didn't know what this one was, so yeah, I'll have to do some catch-up. I don't even know who Nav is. Okay. Well, number two is Thank You, Comma, Next by Ariana yep. Grande. Number three is Death Race for Love by Juice World. Yep. Number four is The World is Yours 2 by <laughs> Rich Kid. Yes. Uh, that's two, the number two, not yes, like two, two also. Not the world is you, yours, comma two. Yes. Or like Chili's two. Or not the world is yours also. <laughs> <laughs> and number five, we have by XXX Tentacoin. You have question mark, yes. Well, I can't speak question mark, so it's like, hmm. Just like thinking. Question mark? Question mark? Yeah, uh, this one, I don't really know why the XX Temptation record is back in the top five. I have somebody explain that to us, please, because I don't know. I don't know. It's it's back from out of nowhere. The dead, you could say. Uh, sure, but that's <laughs> kind of like a morbid joke now. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> with them, it's not. I think you can take it. Yeah, I think it's fine. All right. <laughs> What else do you got? Uh, that, that's it for our albums charts. All right. All right. Uh, but you didn't listen to the new number one song. I did not. Number one on Like I said, I have to catch up next week. All right. Well, you can probably catch up on these new releases then. Maybe. <laughs> okay, what are the I'm new releases? I'm just going to jump you right yeah, we're there. We're not going to do it. All right. Uh, we, first up, we have 
Circa Waves by, or with? With. Yes. Circa Waves with. <laughs> the format has never changed. It's always artist and then the name of the album is in parentheses. <laughs> I don't know why you tripped up on that. I know, because I used to, I do that too, but I don't know why I did that. Whatever. <laughs> It is the reverse. Ironically, though, it is the reverse of how I do the billboard. Uh, it is. That's yeah, I know. Maybe that's why you got thrown off. It usually doesn't throw you off. No, no, it doesn't. All right. Anyways, we have a circle waves with. What's it like over there? <laughs> Question mark. Question mark. <laughs> uh, we have Idlewild with interview music. <laughs> I believe that's like a lot of tones and somber notes. <laughs> yeah. Is this like a Dateline interview Sound of a or like pen, a maybe? <laughs> It's <laughs> just long gazes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> long pauses. Um, we also have Jai Wolf with The Cure to Loneliness. Oh, they found it. Probably this album. <laughs> uh, we have Khalid. Khalid? 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 He, he, Khalid? You, you, you pronounce it Khalid. Okay, not the DJ. Uh, the, no, what, not DJ Khalid. Khalid. He's a yes, different person. They're spelled the same way. No, they're not. Yes, they are. DJ Khalid spells his Khalid <laughs> with an E, and you know that. <laughs> Don't even try. <laughs> That's Khalid with uh, Free Spirit. We also have Priests with The Seduction of Kansas. I will be listening to that. Uh, Priests uh, 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 have had my favorite album of 2017, so I'm very excited for this record. What is The Seduction of Kansas? So it is actually, it's I, it's uh, that title is taken from a chapter in a political book that they read, basically about uh, campaigning in the United States. Like political campaigns. Okay, I wasn't looking for an actual answer, oh, but I'm glad I got one. Sorry. <laughs> well, you got one anyways. I got one anyways. I was looking for the Arkansas joke, but okay. Huh. Uh, we have Pup with Morbid yep. Stuff. Yep. There's our Morbid Stuff. There's your Morbid Stuff. Guy goes to the Pup. Uh, we also have Reba McIntyre with Stronger Than the Truth. Sarah Bareilles. Yes, that's Sarah Bareilles. Sarah Bareilles back. With Amidst the Chaos. The yep. Drums... With Brutalism. They probably have other instruments, too. And Wayus <laughs> Blood with Titanic Rising. Yes. Which it doesn't do, so that's an interesting name. Well, I mean... It falls it, 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 Well, it fell once. It, yes. I, I believe it is still continuing to fall. That's how gravity works. No, I think works. it's like... Yeah, I guess. I guess that is how gravity <laughs> works. Good point. Uh, I mean, we, we could raise it up. Raise, raise up the, the Titanic... The Titanic. Yes. Titanic. While the ship sinks, the boss office for that just always goes up. Something like that. Raise on to the next story. Well, let's get to stories of um, music before we get yeah, to talk, talk about talk albums about here. News. Talk about some music news. And we're talking about uh, Britney Spears. Yeah, so Britney, well, she's had a long, complicated life, hasn't she? <laughs> well, especially now. I mean, they're making a musical out of her music. Yes. But uh, this has nothing to do with that, apparently. But she's had some uh, rough times uh, lately. Yes. What's going on? Uh, so, she has checked herself into a psychiatric facility yeah. after suffering from emotional distress. Uh, she's 37, yeah. by the way. Sure. That is young. And also, I didn't realize how young she is or how like She's little, lived old. a lot of life for 37. <laughs> Yeah, like how close we are to actually to her. Well, I mean, yeah, it's because she started like she started such a 17. young age that like every like everybody like knew her even before that. When you think about like the Mickey the, Mouse Club, Mickey Mouse Club stuff she did, she was like on television in the public consciousness since she was at least twelve or thirteen. 
It's insane. It is. Well, she was admitted over a week ago and is expected to remain in treatment for a month. Uh, Spears has been troubled over the past year by her father's health crisis. And Jamie Spears, her sister, recently underwent a second surgery to fix a ruptured colon. Um, In November, uh, she put her Las Vegas residency on hold hold to look after her dad. So, to me, this is not necessarily a bad story. To me, this is someone that has had issues with uh, mental health before and is someone that has learned from that experience and knows how they, what they need to deal with it. Mm-hmm. It's, it sounds like to me she is having an especially rough time right now and she is doing what she needs to, she feels like she needs to, to feel better about it. Well, to get to a place where she can get back to doing her, her work, her well, music. You take those two huge things and then pile on that she's a mom right. of two or uh, yes. three. She has daily responsibilities. Yes. Not only I'm sure she's probably working on music at the same time as all of this. So it's like, that's a lot of stress and a lot of different stressors from all over the place. I definitely do not blame her for doing this. This is this mm-hmm. is good, uh, like, this is a good take care of yourself moment. Right. And um, she needs it. Yes. Well, she wrote on Instagram, quote, A couple of months ago, my father was hospitalized and almost died. We're also grateful that he came out of it alive, but he still has a long road ahead of him. Yeah. I had to make the difficult decision to put my full focus and energy on my family at this time. This was what she had said when she canceled the fake dates. Right. Um, yeah, this is, uh, while this is um, mental health and we always kind of don't want to shine a light on this, this is actually good a good response to mental health, knowing that you're in a crisis and you're seeking the proper help. Yeah, she's definitely seeking her help, uh, help she needs, so that's great. All right. All right. Um, uh, another pop star is in the news this week. Yes. Um, one you're more familiar with than I am. <laughs> yes. It's true. <laughs> uh, so, the background of your phone has announced... Not anymore. <laughs> okay. Has changed. All right. The background of your iPad has... <laughs> it's not a... my iPad anymore, so that has also changed. <laughs> the background of your mind... Yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe... 50% of the time. Eh, maybe like maybe more like 10% nowadays, but sure. Always wandering around in your <laughs> dreams. Carly yeah. Rae Jepsen. Wandering around in there. Has at last, <laughs> at last, finally at last, as at you put last. it so eloquently here. Yes. Announced. I wrote to- this, by the way. This was not a story. For some reason, Variety did not cover this. So I, I had to why. write my own news story. I wonder why. <laughs> but Carly Rae Jepsen. As announced, her new album, dedicated, mm-hmm. a fan you are to be writing this whole it's thing. It's dedicated to me. Yes. Uh, not only is it dedicated <laughs> to you, the album is titled Dedicated. Yes. Um, and scheduled for release on May the 17th. Yes. Uh, she also announced tour dates and special ticket pre-sales for those of you who pre-order her album. I'm going to uh, safely assume you pre-ordered the I album. I pre-ordered the record. And I've gotten tickets. <laughs> done and done. Well, according when to... Everybody Apple's... else was in lines to get in-game t- tickets. I was in a line <laughs> to get Carly Rae Jepsen tickets. <laughs> hey, I got my in-game tickets. I know you did. Well, I got my Carly tickets. So there. <laughs> I know you did. Uh, anyways, according to Apple's listing on iTunes, yes. Dedicated will feature 13, stra- 13 tracks 
which include the single, Now That I Found You, mm-hmm. and two bonus songs. Are they really bonus songs if they're on the album? I say that specifically because it demarcates 1 through 13, and then bonus tracks... 1450. So it may be like an iTunes exclusive bonus track? It doesn't seem like that. It seems like they're, that, that that's included in every every track list. This was the same case for Emotion as well. Okay. Emotion was released technically with like a certain number of tracks, but then had more on the, the bottom. Right, but Emotion also had a side B to it. Uh, uh, or uh, eventually. A note from the current owner of that uh, my former uh, iPad. Uh, she says she could make Carly the background if she chose. If you want, like, if, if, if we want, I mean, that's up to you. If you want, you want to make Carly the background. Again? I mean, if she wants to put Carly Rae Jepsen on the background of her iPad, go for it. <laughs> uh, anyways, but yeah, anyways, uh, yes. so yeah, it's it's uh, it's unclear exactly what versions. Right now, they have not necessarily announced the deluxe version of the record. Okay. So it's assumed that that there's just 15 tracks. It's just for some reason those are referred to as bonus. Okay. That, like I said, that's how Emotion was too back in 2015. So. All right. Uh, so you have that pre-ordered, and we'll get yes. that like day one exclusive listen. So yeah, I will. I would. I will hear it on the seventeenth. <laughs> no question about it. And then on the, like the seventeenth in the afternoon, the seventeenth at one, the seventeenth at two, the seventeenth at three. Yes. And then again on the eighteenth, and Maybe. again on the nineteenth. Yeah, probably for like the next like year and a half till yeah. we put another album. So look forward to our end of the year podcast where I call dedicated <laughs> the best record twenty. Actually, we'll see. I don't know. Ooh! What? You're, you're not dedicated, apparently. Uh, I mean, we'll I see mean, how dedicated I am to it. I mean, you're going to be dedicated. But, uh, right. So, that's it. Um, that's it for music news. That's it. Did you listen to anything? So, technically, yes. but I, I mean, like technically. The reason why I'm probably not going to talk about it this week is because it's probably next week's number one record. And what is next week's number one record? I listened to the, ne- the new uh, Billy Elliot. Eilish? Billy Eilish. Are you familiar with this girl? Um, I'm familiar that I believe she performed on SNL. Oh, did she? I don't know. I feel I like haven't I've been watching the... this season, so I have no Okay, clue. I have heard the name Billy Eilish before. Eilish, okay. So yeah, I listened to her record. Uh, she's kind of the new up-and-comer in the, the, the young like pop scene. Um, I'll talk about it next week. Okay. You assume this will chart next week. I 100% know this is your number one album next week. Apparently it is that good. Seems like it's already tracking that way. Okay. Well, uh, I d- decided to listen to Greetings from Jake. Uh, the pause is necessary. <laughs> is dot, dot, dot. There is dot, dot, Greetings dot. from dot, 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 Jake. Yes, there's four ellipses. And this is Jake Owens? Yes, this is Jake Owens' okay. record. Uh, so thus, this is Greetings from Jake. Jake. Yes. Uh, I'll just refer to it. Farm. No, no, from from the Owens. He's wearing khakis. Actually, he's wearing plaid. And khakis. Um, possibly. I don't know. Do country guys? No, country guys wear jeans. No, they, they wear, wear jeans. I believe he's the baseball hat wearing one. Okay, yeah, they all wear jeans unless they're <laughs> Kenny Chesney and then they're wearing shorts. Right, that's the basic rule. Yeah, that's the basic rule. <laughs> but um, greetings from is a decent album. Just call it greetings from Jake. Okay. It's Greetings from Jake. Okay, Greetings... <laughs> I wasn't going to pause to call Greetings from, but okay, Greetings from Jake. It's a decent album. Uh, there's albums okay. that are like, on the scale of like, country rock-ish albums, there's like, a 1 to 10. 10 being like, Jason Aldean. And, <laughs> and 1 being like, uh, 
Zach Brown band? I don't know. They're not rock. Exactly. That's why they don't rock. That's why they're one. They banjo. That's why they're one. Okay. Banjo. Um, Banjos. Drake Owens like a six ish in there, and really oh, tells him the middle of the road. He's very middle of the here. road, and there's nothing the really dirt road, if you will. Uh, I don't believe that's him. No, I am. Yes. Never mind. <laughs> uh, there's nothing really special about this album. It doesn't try for anything good. It doesn't try for anything bad. But there is one... <laughs> Why would he? Why would he try for anything bad? Well, there's never you listen to like a whole album. There are songs on there that you just know are like, why is this thing on here? <laughs> you mean filler. Yes, sure. Thank you. We have, we have a term for that. I call them the why songs. The why songs? Yeah, why? Did you ask why? Why, why, why? Uh, but no, there's uh, definitely a lot of good songs on this album. Uh, the Jack and Diane song, or wait, is that a cover? Uh, so no, it's so it takes the Jack and Diane uh, like beat, and he mixes. He, it, I think the lyrics are "When I was Jack and you were Diane." Okay. It works. It's on the radio. Right. I like it. It's good. You're on the radio. Um, there's also a song called "Drinking All Day." Uh-huh, what's that about? Uh, you can't drink all day unless you start in the morning. I mean, that's just logic. Yes, but it's now on our Stagecoach playlist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure it is. Is Jake Owens uh, going to Stagecoach? Uh, no, not this year. That seems weird. Uh, that he put out an album and he's not even going to Stagecoach. I believe he went last year? Oh, he was last that's year. That's why? Okay. He was there last year or two years ago. Is he going to Coachella? <laughs> he's not going to Coachella. Okay. No, Casey Musgrave is going to Coachella. Right. That at least makes some yes. sense, though. Uh, but there is one song on this album that I need to point out. And the only reason I need okay. to point it out is because it's like track list number 11. It's deep. It's deep. And Buried. nobody's going to ever get to this song, uh-huh. but it is a great song that everyone should at least listen to. It's like, it's a wedding song. Oh, okay. It's called Made For You. And for some reason, <laughs> it sounds super familiar. Like, the whole beat and melody and even, like, the chorus... Sound familiar? It sounds like a cover. Sure, he's not ripping somebody off, or sure, it's not actually a cover. I I there, I did a quick research, and no. So country music is weird, though, because there's a, so many examples over the course of country music history where a writer sells their song to an artist, somebody does it, and then it's like a minor hit, and then later mm-hmm. somebody re-records the same song. Not necessarily in tribute to that artist, but just because that mm. writer sold it again, yeah. and theirs will become a hit. That happens so many times in in uh, country music. I would not be surprised if there is another version of this song that some other artist did at one point that you may have heard. Just I'm saying. I'm pretty sure it is. Odds are in country pretty, pretty uh, high for that. Uh, well, I know that because... Um... Uh, breaking news. The background has been changed to Carly. The background has been changed to Carly. The background has now been changed we all know. to Carly. There was a fear there would be no Carly. Oh, Our long no. national nightmare was over. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I swear this. I've heard this song yeah, before. Yeah, you probably have. Probably that's have. What I'm saying, and not then. That's nothing against no. Jay Cohen. There's nothing against. Or, that's his name, right? Jay yeah, Jay Cohen. Okay. <laughs> When I said it, when it came out, I was like, that's too generic. That can't be that man's name. <laughs> it's probably not his name, but it's definitely a stage name. <laughs> but yeah, so so there you go. But yeah. Uh, but uh, the way he, he does his version, I really like. It's definitely, I feel like, wedding material. 
Like, through and through. Well, but uh, that, I, let me know then when you find somebody with a wedding coming up. And uh, then maybe maybe I'll figure out a way to put that in the playlist for them. <laughs> I don't know who that would be. I know. We got our friend get married last year, so. Right, yeah. I don't know. Be a while. We ran out. We ran out of people getting married. I don't well, know no, we else. have two next year. Maybe we'll figure that out. Yeah, maybe next year. All right. Uh, but it's a decent... <laughs> It's a decent album. Oh, by the way, you're saved the dates on our friends. Yeah, I saw. Okay. <laughs> it's a decent album. It's not nothing like super country, super good, but it's also not like uh-huh. other albums I listen to where like I immediately want to rip this out of my seat, <laughs> out of my playlist. This happened to you a lot. Yes. Okay. More often than you think. Yeah, apparently. It's made me recognize actual it's good, the bad good music, music that you're listening to. Apparently, jeez. Well, I had How to. Are you doing this to yourself? Don't you remember? I had to listen to the um, Thirty Seconds to Mars playlist. Had to. That Thirty Seconds to Mars album. Yeah, it was all. You realize that that was <laughs> almost two years ago. Oh no! Last year I did the uh, Mumford and Sons album. Okay, that's fair. You yeah. listen to that thing. It suffers with that for us. I did. So thank you for that. All right, um, cool. Yeah. Uh, so all check right, that Jones. out, and we'll check out a video game. Let's see if any other music stuff. Any, uh, I don't think so. I listen to so much every week, it's hard to keep track, really. Uh, if there's something notable, I'll, I mean, I've gone back and forth with this, but I, I, I think where I stand right now is that, like, if it's, like, billboard charting, then I'll talk about it, but anything else, it's like, let's save time. Okay. All right. Yeah, uh, I listened to a little bit of the new Leonard Skinner album. Why? Uh, I was with Ty, and he put it on. Oh, that, okay, yes. Um, I I have no opinion on it because I listened to like maybe a song and a half. Okay, but it sounds like Leonard Skinner. <laughs> I, you would think. Although I will be how many them. Uh, members of Leonard Skinner are surviving Leonard Skinner members? I'm not sure, but I'll be seeing them at the end of the month. Okay, they're on stage. Coach. Interesting. Yeah, I thought that was interesting too. Uh, they're actually like the band I'm most looking forward to, mostly because I'd be really interested to see them play live. Alright. Live. Yeah, it's live. Right? In my face live. Live. In my face. Alright. And that brings us to right. uh, video games. Video James. Alright. Video Our James. Friend, video James. So, uh, we have upcoming uh, new. What am I playing this week? I don't know what you're playing, but here are the new releases. Hey, right back. Alright, what do we got? We have Dangerous Driving, both on console and on the road. <laughs> With uh, um, yes, and on PlayStation and Xbox and PC and the 405 and the 5 and the 10 <laughs> and the 66 and the i60. You're funny. You, you know cannot this keep going. Play as well if you're not in California. Yeah, right? uh, uh, that's why that's why I threw in some Route 66 and the i i60 and the i10. Some interstates in there. Some interstates. All right. Uh, yeah, so dangerous driving is this that. is this is like um, this is some X. Uh, Criterion people, so ex-Burnout devs, making a Burnout-like. They claim that this is basically the crash mode in the Burnout games. Okay. So, I don't know. Burnout was good. Might be good. Alright. We also have Zenki Zero colon, Last Beginning Ah. for the PlayStation and PC. This week's uh, Japanese release. That's definitely a Japanese (laughs) release. But there's something even more Japanese than that coming out this week. what we got? We have Super Dragon Ball Heroes colon, World Mission for the Switch NPC. Indeed. This is a Switch game. Yes. Why? I don't know. Switch people like the Dragon Ball. I know, but we just had 
Fighters? Yeah, last year. Yeah, no, I feel like there was... Oh, no, it was uh, Show and Jump. Yeah, we had the Jump whatever. Jump Super whatever. Uh, Jump Force. Also, we had that One Piece game a couple weeks ago, yeah. which is what you uh, might also be thinking. That's probably what I'm also thinking of. There's yeah. both of them. Yeah, it's been a big week, a big uh, month or month or two for uh, uh, anime adaptations. Yeah, well, they're showing me. <laughs> showing you? Yep, that's what I said. Ah. <laughs> All right, speaking of showing stuff... <laughs> Last week we reported <laughs> on a teaser uh, that Borderlands was making a well, Gearbox yes. was making a huge announcement on Borderlands. Well, we got it. Here it is. Here it is. So after years of goddamn waiting, it feels like it's my birthday all over again. <laughs> it feels like it's getting hard all over again. It really does. Well, we we have a new Borderlands. Yeah, Borderlands 3 got announced. Uh, first, it got announced at GDC uh, with a trailer that kind of showed some some stuff. But today, the real news dropped, which I have here. Uh, it was uh, PAX East, I think, not GDC. Oh, you're right. It was PAX Sorry, East. Sorry, GDC was last week. PAX, yeah. Yeah, GDC was two weeks ago and at, at, was in PAX, San Francisco. after. Yes. Uh, yes, at PAX East, Borderlands 3 will be available on the Epic Store. So this stuff got announced today. So this is breaking news. Yes, they were going to announce this yesterday, but then realized, oh wait, that's going to be April Fool's. We don't want to confuse everyone. You mean two days ago. <laughs> that's what I third. said on the Monday. Okay. <laughs> I'm confused. But yes. Well, because you said yesterday, I said the day before. <sighs> Whatever. Okay. Today. Today. This got announced today. All right. So uh, as of today, then. Yes. Um. That will be exclusively through the Epic Store. On PC. On PC. Yes. Uh, the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Later this year. Yes. Literally months from now. September. September 13th. People were saying this is going to be an October release because it would be exactly 10 year anniversary. Wow. Jeez. Really? Yeah. It's... Wait. What? You're telling me. 2009. It's almost been 10 years since Borderlands? 2009. Oh, God. We're old. You're wow. not old. It's 2009. Time, man. What is... How did... All right. Anyway, so September 13th. Yes. I assume we're going to be playing this with Shane and... I mean, I'm going to be playing Chris. this. I don't... I usually solo Borderlands. I... But Borderlands is a co-op game. I like to solo Borderlands. I, I played like the first you can solo. You can solo by yourself. Which is how you're actually supposed to do it. Yeah, and then you can play games. with us online with the second I mean, character. I might play with other people. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, the game will feature four characters with unique abilities, as expected. Yes. And a season pass of four additional campaigns um, that they announced uh, today. Yes. Yes. Officially, like all this news came out today. Yeah. Uh, the game has players taking the fan, the fanatical Calypso twins in a fight to stop them from uniting the bandit clans and claiming the galaxy's ultimate power. Ultimate power. That's a press release, by the way. Yeah, yeah. This is very clearly This is very clearly pressed. pressed. Uh, players will also get a chance to discover new worlds beyond Pandora, something that was hinted at at the end of Borderlands 2. And the brief mobile game Borderlands Worlds? Border Worlds? Was there supposed to be a mobile game? There was no mobile game. I feel like that was supposed to be something. There was supposed to be. I don't think it ever happened. Yeah. Also, uh, Tales from the Borderlands, the 
Telltale series. Right, also, but that's something different, though. Yeah. But there are characters from Tales of the Borderlands that will be in the game. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Um, the game features four new Vault Hunters, uh, Moe's, the Gunner, Amara, the Siren, FL4K as the Beastmaster, and Zane as the Operative. Um, you can also buy the Ultimate Edition. Also, we announced, or they announced last week, that you can get the Handsome Jack Collection 4K uh, for the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Yes. That, that is available now uh, for that. But Borderlands 3 is available September the 13th, which is a Friday, by the way. Yeah, that's It's exciting. here. Borderlands is here. Yeah, it's happening. We've been wanting this thing for so long. So, it's actually here. Uh, this all sounds good. This all sounds like Borderlands game. Where, where's the butt? But the questions remain... And kind of like some couple things I maybe brought up last week too is man they better for the love of God have more character customization this time yeah because that drives me crazy in the Burland games that you could only change your colors and two they did introduce like oh there's different heads like with hairstyles and there's different like slightly different slightly different outfits mm-hmm. but because they were so reliant on like no this character is this character they just did not have any fun with like actual customization i really really hope they turn around on that i want to customize characters because it's a game like that like i feel like destiny and those games have ruined me for the game like that it's like i want to be able to like make my character my my own character yes but you do realize that this is a set world it's not like Here's a create a character. Yeah. They're, they're set. But I want but I want that though. That's like but I want to be spoiled. I know. But uh, they did say <laughs> it's true. They did say that there will not be a battle royale mode, but they're welcoming back a bunch of guns. You can do uh, cross play um, yeah. with your friends, with online. This sounds like fun. This sounds like Borderlands. Yeah. I'm excited. The other thing is I hope that there's like a hook into it uh, that does more with the online connectivity, a mm-hmm. la Destiny. I would love to go to like a hub world and see other players. I would love to like have like special events that were like that involved more people than just your squad. I That'd be really cool to have. I could see them doing this post like you have to beat the game before Maybe you do that. Maybe. Maybe. Or like it's siphoned off like Destiny where it's like its own thing. Yeah. Yeah, I could. I wanted them to at least play around with that stuff because I feel like in order to put out a yeah, game but like this, you, have, like, you have to have hooks like that. Yeah. Uh, you can't put out a game that's set up like Borderlands 2 in 2019. I'm sorry, you cannot. No. It's just, it would be ridiculous. So no, like, I'm hoping there's stuff we don't know, stuff that ha- is yet to be revealed, and I'm sure we'll see a lot more at E3. Well, uh, there's Guns With Legs. So there are that, guns with legs. That is <laughs> the, it is a true thing. Fun with that. Yeah. Uh, so that if that does not blow your mind, guns with legs, or go back and play Borderlands Two, where there's a sword gun that exposes more swords. It's true. And tiny swords. It's it's great. It's but a gun sword. It. Sword gun. But yeah, we'll be playing that for sure. Oh yes, that is a day one free yes. order for us. Yeah. It's live streaming when it gets yeah, released we'll all weekend. Definitely beat be the. Live. Living platinum out of it. Yep. All right. All right. Uh, that brings us to our second story. Wow, we have more to cover. 
Yes. Uh, Valve, speaking of the Epic Game Store, it's competitor, or the thing it's wanting to take down, actually. Valve. This is not about Steam. This is about Valve, the company, and what may actually be the next big step for them. So, Valve has been teasing what appears to be a new virtual reality headset. Yes. Called the Valve Index, uh, with an image and the note to, quote, Upgrade your experience. May 2019. That's a good voice. It, it, it's my epic headset voice. <laughs> Got it. Well, seems, seems like that's a limited use of voice. <laughs> it's why you've never heard it before. That makes sense. <laughs> While there have been leaks about a Valve designed uh, VR headset, the page for the Valve Index only features an image of just those words of my epic voice. Uh, the headset appears to have to have forward-facing cameras, an underside button, and a slider that could be adjusted IDP, adjusting uh, your uh, death perception. Uh, it's Sorry? The IDP, adjusting IDP. Oh. Individual death perception. Uh, all I heard was DP for a second. I was like, you're adjusting your what? Your, your death perception. <laughs> death perception. Yes, the IDP. Yeah. Okay. Move on. Uh, it seems likely... <laughs> that the new headset would not require external trackers, mm-hmm. as with the recently announced Oculus Rift S, right. which is its own headset altogether. All yeah. There's no extra peripheral needed for that. Uh, although that's not entirely supported uh, by the single image. It's also impossible to tell if this headset would require a PC or be a standalone device like the Oculus Quest. So all this is to really say is that, one, Valve hasn't announced this yet, so we don't know whether it's real. And two, though, if it is real, we don't know, like, the specifics. We don't know if it's going to be if it's going to be something that will require a PC or not. Right, but we do know that this is coming out in, or this will be announced in May of yes, 2019. May of 2019. Most likely the end of May, as that will yeah. be a month away. Oh, is it a month? Yeah, uh, no, it's No, June. that will be like a, a week. week a week ahead of E3. Yeah, a week of E3. So yeah, that would be a, a good time to, to get it out there ahead of time and then show games. Right, like here, like we have, here's this new device, and then e, and then Valve will partner with Xbox. Yeah. Well, Microsoft most likely. And like, here's all these games supported for the Xbox and this new Valve yeah. thing. All right, here's the question. Price point? No. Oh. That's moot with VR. It's all too expensive. Uh, no, uh, my question is, what are the odds that Valve is actually developing a game themselves for this headset? And is it Half-Life 3? It is not Half-Life 3. <laughs> but yes, they are developing a game for this themselves. What do you think oh, What do you think it is? Do you think it's a shooter? I could see them doing a portal riff on this. You think they would do a portal? I could, I could see, uh, I could see a okay. Team Fortress riff There's on this. There's a problem, though, with a portal game in VR. Yeah. That you could get so sick. Oh yes, but it looks so cool. It'll look great, but man, I can't imagine the people just vomiting profusely <laughs> playing freaking a like a portal game on in a VR headset. Disgusting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could see this. Um, not just yeah, I could see a Team Fortress, a shooter type thing. Not a Team Fortress, not something multiplayer, but yeah, I could see yeah. maybe. But yeah, that's the thing is, if you do a shoot, if Valve does a shooter. How is it not Half-Life? Like, yeah. That's why, that's why I'm like, this is the most likely that we've been in years for this to actually maybe happen? Yeah. For like a Half-Life, a game set in the Half-Life, Half-Life universe. universe. 
Uh, I can see them doing a a game and call it Black Mesa Test Op. Oh. And it just be like, here's the Black Mesa testing facility. Yeah. You need to test out this new product. This is basically our VR demo free for everyone. So that way they can see like, hey, we're working with the VR headset stuff. That, be, that maybe would be smart. But yeah, uh, it'll be really interesting to see what uh, they do to this with this thing to differentiate it from the rest of the headsets. Yeah. Uh, remains to be seen. All right. It's going to be like a full helmet. Also, Index. I don't know how I feel about that name. Index, yeah. Index. It's Valve, where it sounds like something like they, they are the only company who can name stuff like that. <laughs> but like, yeah, sure. Yeah, well, we'll see. It's Index is definitely a weird word. I mean, then again, Oculus Quest. That makes more sense, though, because it's like, you're going on a quest. Because well, Oculus... Put this headset on. Index sounds like you're in the back of a book. No one wants to be in the back it of the book. It is the back of the book. That's what, it is. That's what I'm saying. Is like that doesn't sound That's like the appendix. I'm having fun playing VR games. It sounds in- like I'm doing hardcore research. It's, it's the index appendix. Don't come in my dorm room. Ew. The door is shut for a reason. Maybe that's who they're catering to. <laughs> hardcore research. I said I was doing hardcore research. Hardcore research. research. What's <laughs> disgusting about that? I don't understand. You can delve deep into anybody. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, 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 don't come in my dorm room. <laughs> Look, I, I'm doing research. The sock on the door. Yeah, put oh, the sock on dear. it. Yes. Not that sock. Not that sock. Keep that sock away from me. <laughs> that, that's not the, that's <laughs> not the door sock. Yeah, that's not the door sock. There's a reason there's one sock on the door. The right. other one's busy. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Good lord. We have thoughts. Do we have thoughts on video games? Do you play a video game? You played a video game. I played a video game? Did you play a video game? I mean, yes, but you didn't know that. Okay, well, what did you play? <laughs> I, I played a video game today, actually. Alright. I downloaded a Pacross game on my phone. Oh! But wait! It's a mobile game! But wait, it's a good one! We, as you tell me plenty of times, you don't talk about mobile so games. So you know how Konami Unless... doesn't make video games anymore? Yes. Well, guess what? They made a video game. A mobile game? Yeah, they made a mobile Pacross game where you're making classic Konami characters. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's called Pixel... Wait, what is it called? <laughs> God damn it. Uh, pixel Puzzle or something? Wait, hold on. Pixel Perfect? No, the Pixel Puzzle Collection, I think is pixel what it's called. Pixel Puzzle Collection. Pixel Puzzle Collection. By no Konami. Yeah, it's a Konami Picross game, but it's really good. It's got a lot of quality of life things that I like in a Picross game, where it like, auto-completes rows when you finish them and stuff like that. It's, it's good, and it's a lot. They add this uh, mechanic that I've never seen in a Procross game where you can do a lot of fi- uh, five grids and ten grids. There are 15s and 20s, but they are, like, on a timer. Oh, okay. They refer to them as boss battles, and, it like, you only can do a one every, like, two hours and change. Oh, okay. It is not supported by microtransactions. You do not have to pay for it. It is free. It is ad support. Okay. But, yeah, I'm liking it so far. Okay, that's good. Yeah. You like Pacross games. I love Pacross. Well, I like Hack and Slash. Okay. I like beat 'em ups. Yes. You that's... played a big release. Yes. You played a console game. I played a console game. Uh, this game technically came out two, three weeks ago. Yeah. But, but I finally got my hands on it. Yeah, we can talk about it. Yeah. Uh, I played Devil May Cry V. Five. Five, V. There's a character named V in it. Yes, there is. Yeah. Um, it's... Be- I mean, I don't know if it's a spoiler because there's only like so many X amount of characters in that game. It's not a spoiler. Okay. Virgil! Yeah. 
um, is in the game because, of course, he is uh, tied forever with Dante and his inferno of a sword and so, armor. Before we continue, uh, have you played all the Devil May Cry games? Are you no. up on the lore? No, I okay. actually. Uh, you I said that with some... such confidence that I thought for a second, it's like, do you know? Do I know what Devil I'm talking Cry about? Devil May Cry stuff? Like, I, didn't, I don't know Devil May Cry stuff. I played the first Devil May Cry, and that's it. I didn't play the first Devil May Cry. Ah, okay. I played De- Devil May Cry 3, I think. It was either 3 or 4. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe it was 2? <laughs> audience, I maybe didn't realize that the audience may not know what Pacross is. Yeah. Apparently it sounded like I was saying lacrosse. No, it's Pacross. Like Pokemon Pacross. And Animal Pacrossing. <laughs> lacrosse. I'm not playing a lacrosse game. You would know if I was playing a lacrosse game. It would be way worse. (laughs) Not be as excited. No. Sorry, yes. Uh, Back to Devil May Cry. Anyways. So you did not not, play any of them. I am not up on the lore of the series of Devil May Cry. I watched a video of what was going on. And I finally realized how lost people are with like... when they're trying to for, like, Kingdom Hearts yeah. and that lore. Yeah. This lore is just as, like, complicated and insane. What's going on? Yeah. There's a lot happening in the game, but they always kind of, like, seem to reset at the very end. Always, yeah. Because, you know, you save the world or whatever. I think that's how they end. Uh, I never actually finished the one I played, so... <laughs> this one, I am actually, in one night, got two-thirds of the way through. Cool. I was play on easy. That being s- it, it, it helps. And that being said, I really like playing on easy. It made yeah. me feel invincible. It made me feel like a yeah. demon hunter. Hey, internet. And slashing. Hey, hey, internet this week? Hey, chill. Some people like easy mode. Yeah. All right? All right, continue. Yes. You can have the hardcore mode for all you hardcore fans out there, but <laughs> some of us actually like easy mode. So it doesn't know what Pacross is. We'll double back to Pacross. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I've been playing this thing on easy mode, and I enjoy it. It's got super over-the-top moves, it's got a very easy upgradable system, and it does one thing that I wished Kingdom Hearts 3 did, and that is have three separate character stories going on at the same time. Uh, that's one thing I, I wish they did, but mm-hmm. here they do it really well. Um, there's a mystery revolving around each of the characters that you only get from playing yeah. each of the three parts. And it reminds me of, uh, I keep refer- referencing Kingdom Hearts because they're both super over-the-top hack and slashers and, and convoluted stories. Right. But Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep did this excellent, where you played as three separate characters and all the stories intertwined. Right. Uh, this one, uh, Devil May Cry of V5, however... Um, it's if five. It's, it's five. Okay. Um, it it gives you a story. Like, you think it's going through one story, and then it branches off like uh, 20% of the way through. And then it branches off again uh, 40% of the way through. And then they all conv- con- con- converge. Conclude. Converge. Conclude. Converge. Here. Converge. <laughs> <laughs> About uh, two-thirds of the way through. And then uh, they kind of split it off again. Uh, I don't like that it basically put you at the end boss battle and then did like the time travel thing of well the 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 time travel story thing yeah of now we're going to tell you what happened like a week ago now we're going to tell you what happened a month ago now we're going to jump forward a month now we're going to jump back 
And it, it's confusing storytelling for the sake of being confusing. I don't like that. Yeah. It's just preserving a mystery which doesn't need to be preserved because it's all just going to come out anyways. I don't like that type of storytelling. It doesn't quite work here. That's one of the bad things I have to say about this game. <laughs> Aside from if you're not familiar with any of these characters, I you'll really be super don't lost. I think anybody is playing this game for the story, though. Let's be real. I mean, I kind Maybe of... Maybe the characters, but not the story. Oh, no, you're playing this game because you want over-the-top yeah. action. You're a, you're guns and blades and, sure. and arms. Um, yeah, I do like the character you start out with. Um, he's got a replaceable arm, and it's super hilarious because you pick up random arms and you're punching things, and they're going to do different stuff, different abilities. It definitely adds a wide variety, but then you also switch it up and you play as a different character, V, who controls spirit animals. And then eventually, you're going to get there eventually because I'm playing this game like, man, it's cool playing these two games, but I wish I could play as Dante. <laughs> and then you get to and play then you as finally Dante. get to play as Dante. Yeah. And that's the third character you unlock. It's like, oh, now this definitely feels like a Devil May Cry game. Yeah. Uh, but it slowly works you into it. It's very welcoming to new players. Um, there's a lot of cutscenes, but you can also like fast forward through through them. Mm-hmm. They're not. Really, it's not really like cutscenes, but they're like interspersed scenes. Like, oh, you pick this thing up. It's like an auto cutscene type thing. Right. But you can like fast forward through the stuff. Um, you see the the room it closes. Or, like, the area closes, so honestly, I have to defeat all these enemies before I can move on. No I just uh, fast-forward through those real quick. But I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's a huge Devil May Cry game. The lore isn't super over-the-top heavy to where, like, I can come in and understand what's going on, what's, what's happening, and kind of get the gist of everything without being completely lost. Um... But you come to, the, come to this game for its action, for its combat styles, for its over-the-topness, its unlockables, its raging through the demon world. And like it's a, like there's an element of a high score chase, too, because it's constantly raiding you. Oh, it is it's constantly, constantly raiding. raiding you. Like, you get a grade, letter grade on your combat. Oh, yeah. You get, you get uh, Ds all the way up into A's. Yeah, you do. You get the D to the A. D's up in the A's, yeah. The D's to the A's, even the, the triple S's. I gotcha. Which is, uh, I think the, the name for the triple S is like super sexy. Special. Special whatever. or something, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, triple S's. It's great. <laughs> I got a couple of those. Nice. Um, it, it is really nice. It, it makes me, I kind of like that because it makes me feel like, oh, I'm actually like playing this game uh, on an advanced level. Yeah. Except you're playing on easy. Except playing on easy. <laughs> <laughs> but but it makes me feel like I'm playing on a level because yeah. it's like, yeah, like fun time. hey, I'm having a good time with it. Um, like I said, I don't like that it's basically the story I've been going through is like circling around the same thing. Yeah, but it almost I, sounds like a fighting game story. A little bit, where it's just like, here's what this character was doing over here while this character was doing this. Well, time, well, it kind of is. Time watched the play was like, wait, yeah. is this Street Fighter? They look like Street Fighter <laughs> characters. Like, well, it's Capcom. <laughs> So close. So close. I mean, it's the same engine, the same people as Capcom. I think, uh, yeah, the, I mean, Dante was probably in at least one Marvel versus Capcom. I, probably. You could, you could probably fight I'll Ryu. I'll make that, yeah. Dante probably fought Ryu at one point. Uh, that probably happened. Well, Dante was in the PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale, which is not a Battle Royale game, by the way. Yeah, not that Battle Royale. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. You're right. Jeez. 
Anyways. Anyways, it's a fun game. Um, it's definitely a mindless game. I wouldn't necessarily pay sixty dollars for it unless you're into the series. Buy it. But if it ever goes on like the PlayStation Plus store or goes on sale, yeah, it's definitely worth picking up for a good um, a good weekend. Great. At least. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. But I'm having fun with it. I'm going to return it tomorrow, but it, it's it's fun. Cool. Yeah. I am not playing any games, so well, besides you, the one I said. So, yeah. Yeah. So, you, you're trying to explain what lacrosse is? Lacrosse. Heracross. It's my favorite Pokemon. No, it's not my favorite. Okay. But I like <laughs> here. All right. Well, you know what that means. We've reached the end of the video game segment, which means we have reached the end of the Media Boat Podcast. And quick note on video games. If you'd like to hear us talking about video games. We already plugged this at the top of the show, but let's plug it again. Might as well plug it again. We are doing a bracket <laughs> for video games. Uh, figure guns. About <laughs> video game franchises. And if you want to listen to the finale of that. Yes. It will be up this Sunday. Yes. Followed by a secret bonus episode the following Sunday. Shh. Shh or maybe this Sunday. It's a secret. Yes. Um, we will be throwing that up as well at some point. But we will be crowning a definitive Madness of Video Game March bracket. A best video game franchise will be awarded. That thing. By our <laughs> up, like appreciation, I guess. That's what by one of us uh, giving in to the other one. Probably. Uh, yes. Submit. So have fun with that this weekend. But until then, though, this has been the Media Boat Podcast. We are live. Our regular show is live. On Wednesday nights uh, between 6 and 7 p.m. Pacific. Tune in live on YouTube if you want to watch us live. Just search Media Boat Podcast. You'll find us. Like and subscribe. If you want to hear just the audio version of our podcast, that is on Apple Podcasts as well as any Apple Podcast-driven, RSS feed-driven uh, podcast device of your choosing. Find us by searching Media Boat Podcast. If you want to follow us on social media, we're there as well. Twitter, we're at MediaVoteCast. Facebook, we have a page. Just search MediaVote Podcast. You'll find it. Comment, like, whatever else you do on Facebook these days. I don't know. Give us a smiley face. A, like, a, a crying emoji, if crying you wish. Crying emoji, <laughs> if you want. I don't know. I don't know what like, people do on Facebook. Like, you're sad. This is the only episode you're listening to. But it's not, because we have literally hundreds of episodes. Hundreds of episodes. Well, uh, I guess hundreds. A hundred and change. hundred and change of episodes? Uh, but yeah, uh, you can also find us on Twitch.tv where we play video games. You were playing some Devil May Cry 5 on there. Twitch.tv yep. slash MediaBoat. You can also find us on Patreon if you want to help us out with money. That'd be greatly appreciated. As little as a dollar a month can go a long way. So please go to Patreon.com slash MediaBoat to find us there and support that is it then. That is it. We'll be back next week for another episode of the Media Boat Podcast. For now, have a good week. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll be back next week, or you can uh, listen to our Sunday uh, special podcast yeah. when that goes up. Thank you all for tuning in. Bye. Bye. Bye.